I'll fees you in faith. A pair of stocks, you rogue. Ye are baggage. The Slys are no rogues. Look in the Chronicles. We came in with Richard Conqueror. Therefore, Paucus Polybris, let the world slide, Sessa. You will not pay for the glasses you have burst? No, not in air. Go by, Veronomy, to thy cold bed and warm thee. I know my remedy. I must go fetch the third borough. Third or fourth or fifth borough, I'll answer him by law. I'll not budge an inch, boy, let him come and kindly. Huntsman, I charge thee tender well, my hounds. Bratch Merriman, the poor cur is embossed. And couple clouder with the deep-mouthed Bratch. Sawst thou not, boy, how silver made it good at the hedge corner in the coldest fault? I would not lose the dog for twenty pound. Why, Bellman is as good as he, my lord. He cried upon it at the merest loss, and twice did he picked out the dullest scent. Trust me, I take him for the better dog. Thou art a fool. If Echo were as fleet, I would esteem him worth a dozen such. But, but sup them well, and look unto them all. Tomorrow I intend to hunt again. I will, my lord. What's here? One dead or drunk? See, doth he breathe? Oh, monstrous beast, how like a swine he lies. Grim death, how foul and loathsome is thine image. He breathes, my lord. Were he not warmed with ale, this were a bed, but cold to sleep so soundly. <laughs> Sirs, I will practice on this drunken man. What think you, if he were conveyed to bed, wrapped in sweet clothes, rings put upon his fingers, a most delicious banquet by his bed, and brave attendants near him when he wakes, would not the beggar then forget himself? Believe me, Lord, I think he cannot choose. It would seem strange unto him when he waked. Even as a flattering dream or, or worthless fancy. Then take him up and manage well the jest. Carry him gently to my fairest chamber and hang it round with all my wanton pictures. Balm his foul head in warm distilled waters and burn sweet wood to make the lodging sweet. Procure me music ready when he wakes To make a dulcet and a heavenly sound And if he chance to speak Be ready straight And with a low submissive reverence Say what is it your honor will command Let one attend him with a silver basin Full of rose water and bestrewed with flowers Another bear the ewer, the third a diaper And say will it please your lordship Cool your hands. Someone be ready with a costly suit. And ask him what apparel he will wear. Another tell him of his hounds and horse, and that his lady mourns at his disease. Persuade him that he hath been a lunatic. And when he says he is, say that he dreams, for he is nothing but a mighty lord. This do, and do it kindly, gentle sirs. It will be pastime passing excellent if it be husbanded with modesty. My lord, I warrant you we will play our part, as he shall think by our due diligence he is no less than what we say he is. Take him up gently and to bed with him, 
and each one to his office when he wakes. Sirrah, go see what trumpet does that sounds. Be like some noble gentleman, that means traveling some journey, to repose him here. How now, who is it? At please, your honor, players that offer service to your lordship. Bid them come near. Now, fellows, you are welcome. We thank your honor. Do you intend to stay with me tonight? So please, your lordship, to accept our duty. With all my heart. This fellow I remember, since once he played a farmer's eldest son, t'was where you wooed the gentlewoman so well. I have forgot your name, but, but sure, that part was aptly fitted and naturally performed. I think t'was Soto that your honor means. Tis very true. Thou didst it excellent. Well, you are come to me in a happy time, the rather for I have some sport in hand, wherein your cunning can assist me much. There is a lord will hear you play tonight, but I am doubtful of your modesties, lest uh, over-eyeing of his odd behavior, for yet his honor never heard a play. You break into some merry passion, and so offend him. For I tell you, sirs, if you should smile, he grows impatient. Fear not, my lord, we can contain ourselves, were he the veriest antic in the world. Go, Sirrah, take them to the buttery, and give them friendly welcome, every one. Let them want nothing that my house affords. Sirrah, go you to Bartholomew, my page, and see him dressed in all suits like a lady. That done, conduct him to the drunkard's chamber, and call him madam. Do him obeisance. Tell him from me, as he will win my love. He bears himself with honorable action, such as he hath observed in noble ladies, unto their lords, by them accomplished. Such duty to the drunkard let him do with soft, low tongue, and lowly courtesy, and say, What is to your honor will command, wherein your lady and your humble wife may show her duty and make known her love? And then with kind embracements, tempting kisses, and with declining head into his bosom, bid him shed tears as being overjoyed to see her noble lord restored to health, who for the seven years hath esteemed him no better than a poor and loathsome beggar. And if the boy have not a woman's gift to rain a shower of commanded tears, an onion will do well for such a shift, which an, an, a napkin, being close conveyed, shall, in despite, enforce a watery eye. See this dispatched with all the haste thou canst. Anon I'll give thee more instructions. I know the boy will well usurp the grace, voice, gait, and action of a gentlewoman. I long to hear him call the drunkard husband. And how my men will stay themselves from laughter when they do homage to the simple peasant. I learn to counsel them. Happily, my presence may well abate the over-merry spleen, which otherwise would grow into extremes. <laughs>